All right. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the Grand Host Podcast. This is episode 20. I am your host, Edwin Cabrera. Across from me is my homie, my day one, Chris Martin, a.k.a. Krita. Eight. We have a very special guest today, all the way down from Brockton. Joining us right now is Luke Bars. Luke Bars, who, just like I was saying earlier, best album 2020 right now. Hands down. Thank you. Hands down. (laughs) How you feeling, man? So good, man. Like, today was a good day. Like, um... Just was in the studio all day, just cooking, finding new ways to push the album. What's the what's the reception been like so far? What what, what people have been saying about the album? A lot of great things. Um, I haven't really heard anything negative yet, which makes me kind of curious. Not that I'm searching for anything, but it's just like, wow, all these people like it. And it was crazy because like, when I first made it, I was really thinking the op- our artists are weird, bro. Like we're we're weird people. So like in the process of making it. It's like, oh my God, is people gonna like this? Cause it's so vulnerable, and like hip hop is not like this. Like, but that, that whole year that I was just making it, I was just dealing with that. But now that it came out and I seen the reception, yeah. and people are telling me like, yo, they nearly cried yeah. when yeah. they heard this. And I, like, I don't mean to, uh, cause so I think the last time I really connected with an album as much as I'm connecting with your album, yeah. Um, I think last time I really connected with an album was Swimming from Mac Miller. Like that's been, right. it's been a while since I've really like, cause you, you're right. It's, it's very vulnerable, but I think it's so relatable, yep. yeah. you know? And so I like it, 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 like even the last song, God, like it just, that song has been playing like background, like background music in my yeah, head since yeah. I heard it, you know? It's beautiful. Um, so there's, I guess there's an element where you just kind of latch on to, to the music and just like also just, um, I don't know, there's a uniqueness to the, to the album that I think you, you, uh, did a great job of bringing out thank you man so uh sorry to cut you off i wanted to start by kind of getting all the like who is luke bars questions yeah. out of the way Important. so i'm going to ask you the very first question just and and um um we might be a little rushed and t- uh just in, in terms of time um uh but so i'm just going to jump into it uh with what inspired you to pursue hip-hop music um it's weird because i didn't like Growing up, I was never, like, into it. Like, basketball was, like, the main thing for me. So it was, like, a contradiction to make music itself. Like, it started off with my mom buying me a notebook when I was in, like, second grade, I think. And I would write my day, like, what I did for that day. And that led on to, like, poetry, to short stories. And then in, I I think when I turned 15, it turned into rap. So growing up, I never expected to be a, a musician. Even now, it's still, like... Like, I'm doing this. Like, I never expected to be a musician. So all this is fairly new to me and all that. Wow, that's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I never expected this. Like, now it's still, it's still like, a new feeling. When did you realize that this was something you wanted to pursue for serious, like, as a, as a career and as, like, a uh, just for your life? When I turned 19. What happened? Um, I just had, like, a eternal awakening. And it was just, like, you got to go after this. You know what I'm saying? Um, before then, it was just like I was playing around with it and all that. Like, I did it for fun, but I just I just experienced something, and it was like, yo, you got to go after it. Like, this is what you're meant to do on this earth, and go ahead and do it. And don't be afraid of anything that may come in the way, but, like, just accomplish this goal of yours. That's beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. So, so um, it seems like as a – it's, it's maybe this kind of coincides with the – uh, the growth you've had as an artist, but yeah. like I feel like from when you first came out 
to yeah. the your newest album, Good Evil, by the way, and I didn't even plug it yet. If you haven't listened to Good Evil, do that right now because it's amazing. It's but a, it's a good record. <laughs> but um, so you're, you're, uh, when you first started out to your new album, there seems to be like a, a progression and growth in your artistry. Do you want to mm -hmm. talk a little bit about like kind of what was going on there and like the different things that you worked on? Like I, I like your melody now is just like yeah. just the, the different uh, uh, skills that you bring into to your music is it seems a, to to hit a different level. So can you talk a little bit about that? Um. It all just stems from me just growing as a man, as a human every day, and just me being more confident. Because all that from Good Evil, that was always there from like, from the time I made Life Is Weird. Like, um, Life Is Weird, the old single I made in 2017. Um, all the influences are still there. It's just I'm more confident doing it now, you know? And um, yeah, it's just, it just came from confidence and from this human growth. That's all you can do. You definitely have um, like a unique sound. Like, yeah. what, like what some, what are some of those like influences? Um, a lot of cartoons as a yeah. kid. Um, Eminem, Nicki Minaj. Like I always loved the way they use their voice. Yeah, especially Nicki. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Personalities. Yeah, crazy. And like I just wanted to do that with mine, just to make the music just fun. How long did it take you to like find the the way that you wanted to sound? If you know what I mean. Um. Not too long, like I said, it just came from confidence. Yeah, just me not being afraid to do it. I think once I started taking more control of creating the music, once I started recording myself, that's when more confident, like I became more confident with it. So once I took that approach, I was able to do a lot of weird things because it was just me in the studio and I wasn't afraid to be me around me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So once I took that approach, it was just more. I was more free with it. Dope. Dope. You want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about Van Buren for a second and how you guys kind of, like, how did that collective form and then talk about uh, the members of the group. Um, There's about nine of us, I believe. It's mad heads. It's like the old thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, we're all just homies from Brockton, um, kind of separated in age a little bit. Um, Like, it ranges from, like, 26 to 20. Um, But we all come from the same city. We all came from the same high school, different times though. But we all came from like um, this place called the Sound Lab. And it's kind of like the YMCA to like the music scene. Well, it was, it's shut down. Well, it's not shut down now, but the building that we once knew was shut down. Mm -hmm. But we all came from there and we just used to throw shows and just everybody used to just go there and hang out and just create and all that. And that just led on to taking it outside. And that's dope. You know, that reminds me of, do you remember Club America and Lynn, Prita? I think so, yeah. It's a, yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. No, right? it doesn't. Um, they shut it down, but it reminds me of that. There used to be this place in Lincoln called Club America. It was like kind of like the Boys and Girls Club, where like you had people yeah. rapping, you had people like uh, break dancing. It was just like a dope place to like if you were like a teenager to hang out. Yeah, yeah. sounds exactly like that. Exactly. Is that how that brotherhood that you guys have formed? Because it seems like yeah. I mean, some people are actually legit brothers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Felix and um, Ricky, they're blood brothers. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. Word. But, yeah. But um, we hang out with one another every day. Like I see them all the time. Yeah. Like we talk to each other all day in the group chat. So it's legit. It's family. It's it's family more than it's music. It feels like it. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it. Like I don't look at them as musicians. Like I yeah. look at them as like 
You can definitely t yeah. tell there's like chemistry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I love the um the promo you guys did for your your show at the Great Scott. Oh my god, that was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that had me laughing yeah. my yeah. ass. Super off. like clever. Like that yeah. was that was dope. But I'm tired of just posting flyers on Twitter and Instagram yeah. and all that. We gotta That was like interactive. It was like yeah. it was dope. Well, it shows you guys personalities well and because you guys know each other so well, it's like that comes across so yeah, like exactly. clearly. It's so like authentic <laughs> and like it, it was great. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah. So yeah, so just as that, it's really cool that you guys all sort of um, stay connected like that. How does it when it comes to supporting each other's music? It seems like you guys do that so well. Easy. Is is there like a how do you guys work around sort of like who's gonna come out when and like who's doing what? It's um it's not planned and it just all falls perfectly. Um, like the rule that we, not the rule but like how we go by it is just when you're ready, you're ready. You know what I'm saying? Just keep working, and if you feel like whatever you're making is ready to show the world, like you're ready to show the world, just do it. I'm not gonna stand in the way because we're all trying to like find our way in this game. You know what I'm saying? So if you're ready, just shoot. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna stand in your way. Word, word. And I think the after you, Saint Leor is coming out, right? Exactly. He's the one. So check him out also. That's my brother. Um, yeah. Um, so. Uh, in terms of the album Good Evil, yes. talk about the title. Good Evil. Um, I'm really big on duality and contradiction. Um, I just wanted to talk about, um, how can I explain it? Like all the bad things, quote unquote, bad things that happened to me growing up or whatever, I never looked at it in like a bad manner. I never looked at it in that light. Everything happens for a reason, and I just wanted to touch, shed light on that. And like, although those things may happen, it made me who I am. And if I accept who I am right now, and, uh, and I, if I accept where I'm going, I have to accept where I came from. So that's just really that's beautiful. Like what it came from. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I agree with that sort of um, philosophy. You know, where you exactly. like, there's a. When you understand your pain, or you you know you're you're it's not just like a, a trauma, but it's also a, some sort of a understanding in the pain, how, like how much insight you can get from that. Exactly. Um, and it, it allows you to sort of take you know you not take life yourself. for granted. Yeah, exactly. You gotta love yourself. Bro. Yeah. So I I, I I think that's maybe why I, I connect with the album so much because I feel Appreciate like it, I, I connect with that ideology. Appreciate it. Bro. Um, in terms of the production though, the production is next level. That's one of the reasons why this is my favorite album is just sound wise. A1. My brother Kieran, my brother Lachelle. Yeah, it sounds great. Oh, man. So, so yeah, so talk about, like, who had a, uh, a hand in crafting this amazing album? Um, A lot of people, but mostly me, um, my boy Louie, and my boy Kieran on it. Kieran did at least four beats on it. He did uh, Gangbanger, Guidance, Reflections, and God. And Louie, um, he helped mix it, as well as me. But um, yeah. How what was the process like creating such a uh, personal? Um. Writing was easy those records, cause I wasn't thinking, like I just felt it, like I I vividly remember writing Lukey a good kid. I like I wrote that first verse in like five minutes, you know, and I recorded it. I think I took it. I took one take to do it, um, but. Cause it was just so real so authentic and i wasn't trying to reach perfection i just wanted to reach healing mm -hmm. you know 
And um, it came from a special place. So I wasn't thinking too much. It came from the heart. But when I was making the album, a lot of it was just me by myself in the studio, just playing around, playing with my voice and all that. And me just being fully vulnerable because, like, going back um, to, like, what we talked about earlier, um, it just helped me become more confident when I was making it because I was just by myself a lot at the time, you know? And, um, yeah, it was just me by myself in the studio and just, like, just playing with so many different sounds and all that. What, um, uh, in terms of... Um how much of yourself you put into a record and, and the whole, I know the writing process was easy, but in terms of putting yourself, like the being vulnerable to, to, to who you are and putting that on an album and then having other people receive that, was that easy also? Or how much of that did you think about like, man, should I really kind of be as honest as I'm being with my music? Does that, that ever that, come to mind? Yeah, that was the tough part. Um, because not only was I being honest with myself, but I was shedding light on other people's stories, my family. And throughout the whole time, I didn't know how they would feel comfortable. Like, I plastered their face on the cover of it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that was eating at me like, throughout the whole time of making it. You know, it made me a little hesitant. I was like, yo, should I do this? Am I forcing it? You know, but um, I knew what it was going to do. You know, I knew, like, it was going to help me heal from whatever was bothering me, you know? And in order for me to go further, I had to, I had to heal from the past, you know? So I had to do it. And yes, it was scary. It was very scary, but it had to be done. Yeah. You know, it had to. Has, yeah. has any of your family members given you any sort of reception on the, on the music? They loved it. Yeah. Um, they don't listen to it every day, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but they love it. Um, like I put um like the cover art on my siblings' phone. I'm like, yo, show everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, I, I was uh, I was actually playing your album like uh, this past weekend. Like we were, me and Critter yeah. were in uh, Brooklyn. <clears throat> we were just driving around, and we had some like a uh, uh, crew of people with us. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna put this on because I know they haven't they don't know Luke yet. So I'm gonna so, put, put them yeah. on to you. So I'm um, playing the album, and then uh, somebody's like, oh, who's this? It's like, uh, this is Luke Barras. It's like, man, this is nice. I'm gonna yeah. look them and up on SoundCloud. And then they looked it up on they, their phone. Yeah, and so the cover art, they're like, man, this cover art is sick. Like, it, it like, you know, because yeah. I think, um, who whose idea for the cover art was? Was it yours? Yeah. And, and what, what were you thinking when you when you made that, that cover art? Um, the whole concept was me being around the closest people to me, and they don't even know me at the same time they don't know what's bothering me and i don't know them oh man that's great you know yeah wow um you have a question you want to throw in uh yeah so you know i want to kind of keep going on about the record um can you talk about like like obviously the record is very personal um what sort of like themes do you want people or like lessons from the record do you want people to take from it um, from the whole album, yeah, in general, truth, and not being afraid to express that. Um, yeah, I just wanted to share my truth, and I wasn't afraid. Well, I was afraid. I I had my point. I had my times when I was, but 
don't let that fear get in the way, you know? Um, what else? Just putting, just betting on yourself. Yeah. You know? Um, there's a lot I can't think of off the top at yeah. the moment, but truth was the main thing that I was trying to um, portray. Like, that's one of the first things I say. The truth shall set you free on the album. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was like, I was really trying to just go by that and, and tell you and extend at my fault and express my truths, you know? Bert, um, definitely like, uh, you know, the Brockton scene, I kind of want to switch it up a little bit. Um, can we talk about like the Brockton scene? Like, yeah. is there support? Like absolutely amongst each other absolutely. and um, like artist wise, artist wise, even like fan wise, yeah. or like pe- people coming out supporting and because Brockton's such a small city but a big city at the same time. And yeah, we all knew each other for a very long time because yeah. we went to high school, one another middle school. You know the boys and girls club. Most of us came from the ball culture, you know. So, and we all made that transition to music around the same time. Yeah. So it's like we was always with, with one another step by step. So not even just Van Buren, but Brockton as a whole, it just feels like everyone's just one big friend. Yeah, like, like everyone knows each yeah, other. everyone like, knows each other. Exactly. That's dope. I keep saying that too, because that's like something I feel like, I feel like what you guys do in Brockton is something that other communities, especially in Massachusetts, where uh, we need that support and we need to support exactly. each other. So yeah, I keep, any necessary. anytime that I have that conversation, I always bring up Brockton as like, you know, like look at what they're doing on there. They're like supporting each other, not just as a collective, like Van Buren is, but like the fan yeah. base, yeah. like they're all, it's, it's like, right. it's a, there's a connection there that we have to kind of like look at as like a model for what we should do. Yeah. We Appreciate all have that. to kind of work together, have a, yeah. have our part in it, you know, and just yeah. you know, make things happen. It's dope to see where it's heading. Cause I remember when we was just first starting. I remember like the yeah. first event that popped off. And that was in 2015, and it's 2020 now. Five years later. Yeah. You know, it's only been five years. Yeah. It's well, that, like everyone's been. Yeah. Going, yeah. You know, putting an effort towards it. Yeah. Um. I one of my favorite things uh, um, about you, and I'd like to know whose idea concepts are these for the videos. I love the music videos. So, uh, gangbanger music video. Legit, Thank legit. Thank you. I loved it. I love also shout out to Damian Mejia, my boy Dame. He uh, uh, directed the video for OK OK. Yes, I love that video also. Yeah. Um, with the uh, with both uh, Gangbanger and and going back to OK OK, uh, were like who whose idea was it for those um, for for the videos, the concepts? Um, I like to work like when I'm working with someone, I like everyone to have a hand in it. So for each of the videos, it would just be me and the director, and we're just going back and forth on what we would want, what angles we want, how we want it to be portrayed. Um, Game Bang, I was really hands-on with it. Just the whole concept was just me just showing uh, where I came from and, like, me fighting myself. Because that was the whole concept of Game Banger. Like, I'm not in the streets or whatever, but I feel like I can relate to them because we're both fighting a war somehow. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to portray, just fighting the internal battle that was within me. I think you did that very well because, yeah. like the, um, the just the frame rate of the video mixed with you like drinking and like like talking yeah. to yourself as things are happening around you. Yeah, like your mother cr- coming across the camera, walking out. Like, yeah, yeah. 
uh, and then you walking down the street <laughs> later. I was like, dude, I love this. This is like, it, it's simple, but it, it like it says everything that you need to know. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, so what do you do? You have another video up uh, uh, to look out for? Yeah, a lot. The whole album. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Every uh, every song has a video. We're just, we're just getting started, bro. Oh, that's awesome. we're just getting started. That's dope. Oh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. So yeah, hell yeah, that's a that's a. There's more to it. There's more to it. What's uh? Do you know which song is next? Can't say. Can't oh, say. Right. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. Um, shit. Well, uh, so in terms of uh, uh, other performances or or things you guys have planned for 2020, what do you? What does Van Buren? And what do you have up your sleeve? Um, there's a lot, and there's a lot of things that we don't know yet because mm -hmm. things just pop up randomly. Um, but we're just gonna put the work in, and like whatever happens, we're gonna be prepared for it. I know that's cliche, but that's really how it be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like things just randomly happen. You know what I'm saying? Some things are just out of our control, and like. We just have to be prepared for the moment, and thank God we usually are. Are you planning on uh, doing any sort of touring? Hopefully, I really, I would really love to. Yeah, I'd love to see what the fan bases are in like other states Third, and other yeah, regions, exactly. you know. Because yeah. I know you have a I'm big, curious too. <laughs> you have a big, big following here, so I know yeah. you know Massachusetts definitely represents. But exactly. uh, I'm curious to see like you know what the you know other areas and other states think about you also. Me too, man. What's what's <laughs> what's that love been like? Just how how strong of a connection it seems crazy. like, like you know. What's been like uh, any sort of touching moments you've had with any sort of people who listen to your music? Because it's like like um, it's, it's so personal that like you can't help but connect with it, you know. Yeah. Um, face to face, I haven't really seen it too much yet. People just been showing love, um, to the album and all that. But I've been getting a lot of DMs, mm -hmm. um, especially when it first came out. But it was a lot of heartwarming messages. And, like, I didn't know certain people felt that way about me or I didn't realize that the album really touched them in that way. You know, people were really just pouring out their heart to me. And it touched me because I was like, wow. Like, I didn't know, like, my music affected you in that way. And it showed me how powerful music was, you know, because I'm still getting used to being an artist, you know. But... It puts a little pressure on me, but also a battery on my back just to keep going. You know, you're on the right path, and you could walk down that legendary path, you know, that not a lot of people are able to. You just got to keep going. So it's just, it's fun, you know? Yeah, man. It, it, just in terms of how you look at music and um, just the the way people connect with it, like, just want to hear because I, I th we have a good idea of that so far from just, like, hearing you talk about uh your thoughts, but like, how, how do you, what do you, how do you see your music as, and how do you see the uh, the art form of, of, of creating music as, you know, some people do it for, cause you know, they want some sort of power, money, fame, whatever, like, but how do you uniquely look at the way uh, music affects you and, and, and how you, what you put into your music? Um, it all stems from curiosity. Mm -hmm. Cause like I keep saying, like, I didn't expect to do this. I didn't expect to be here. But I'm here and I keep growing. So I'm just curious to see how far I could take it, you know. Um, when I get in the studio, I don't try to have, I don't have a song in mind. I just let the beat ride and the thoughts just come. And it all comes from curiosity. And it's just like, 
my music, if I would describe it, it's just like one big imagination, mm -hmm. you know? It's just little worlds that's going on in me. But it all just stems from curiosity, and I'm just curious to see how far it can go, you know, because this is just the beginning, you know? And, like, and within, within this short period, I was able to do a lot, and I was able to touch so many people. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. What's that process like when you when you when you are creating music? Is there a set process, or do you just let it come out of you naturally? I let it come out of me. Sometimes I try to force it, not force it, but sometimes I overthink. You know, because you know I'm human. I'm an artist. And that's what we do. But once I run into that, like I just go back to how I got there and just creating from the heart, creating from curiosity. You know, I don't try to. I don't try to force it. Because you could tell when it's forced. You know, it's not saying that it's not good, but it just doesn't connect yeah, I agree. with me as much, yeah, you know? I agree. Um, is there a difference when you're creating sort of a, a song just on your own? Like, if this is, you know, a Luke Barr song compared to, like, I'm on a record with, like, either, you know, one of my Van Buren buddies or, like, a group oh, song. Yeah. Is, like, is, what's the, is it a different process? Um, oh, not different process. Um, but what's the difference like that, then, if any? Subject matter. Probably, um, you could say process in a way, but yeah, it's really just subject matter that changes up, mm -hmm. you know. Um, actually, yeah, that's really it. Like, I don't really create too much people, and and I don't really create too many people in the room. Like, if I do a feature, a lot of the times they sent the verse to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's rare that me and someone are in the studio. Or like we're writing, so I don't really see it too much, you know. But when I have, but when when I have created, like when we started from scratch and we did all that, um, we try to just, I call it kinetic energy, where you just feel it. Um, you don't have to say something, you don't have to say anything. Just the energy in the room is just gonna align us to make a song, whatever. Especially, I usually do that with my producer homies, like I like. Before, like, I used to, like, say, yo, I want a beat that sounds like Vince Staples or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now I just stop that. And I'm just like, yo, let's just create. And You, you want the Luke Bars type beat now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But now, like, I don't even have to say anything. We're just quiet for two hours and we just find it, you know? So. So, yeah. Um, I mean, so a lot of times you're, like, in the room with the producers you're, you're like, um, working with. And here then, and there. Yeah. Like, a lot of good evil beats, um, they were made while um each of us were like by ourselves yeah but um i try to whatever floats whatever works sometimes i like to be in the room creating the beat sometimes i like to just i like for you to send it and i just write it while i'm alone and all yeah. that whatever works yeah you know? or whatever floats well or um for for just coming back around to your album again let's go um yeah we're just gonna keep going back to the record oh, shit, <laughs> there's so much no that problem, i know after we we get done recording this i'm gonna like be watching this later and be like oh man i should have asked about this, this <laughs> part of the song yeah um but uh, i go back to god because even though that's like a record where it's like there's a lot more ambience to it I, it leaves me just i don't know the i i, I guess it's the perfect song to end the album because it like it leaves me with some sort of a feeling can you talk about sort of why you uh like the just God and and why you chose to end the album with it. Um, like why I made it. 
Uh, it could be why you made it, but but um, yeah, yeah let's get like a, I just want a little uh, behind the scenes of, of crafting that song okay. and then deciding that yeah. that was gonna be the one that you're gonna close out the album with. That was one of the first songs I made when working on this project. Um, why I decided to end it, it just felt right. Yeah, it just felt right. It felt like an outro. It did. Yeah. Um, I only said like I only had like 16 bars on it, yeah. but I said what I needed. And I just let the vocals and I just let the music just speak, you know? And, like, that was the one record where I wasn't really traditionally rapping, you know? It was just, like, to me it was more like poetry, Yeah. you know? But it just felt right, you know? And that's how, like, a lot of the songs on the album made it. It just felt right. Like, I made about, like, 60 to 70 records for the whole thing. But those eight, it just felt it just it all had that same feeling when I was creating it. So you, you, it seems like you like more than just like the thinking about like a hotline or you know whatever. You're thinking more. You're writing from the heart. It seems like most of the time you're like you have the heart of a poet. I have to. Yeah. I have to. Man. Yeah. I have to. Those um those other songs that you wrote, do they have a place on a different project or um do you think like it's the just one like, that's in the vault? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> or or it's just like I wrote these songs for this project, I don't think I'm going to use them um, like, for anything. It'll else. never be on, actually, let me not say never. Okay. I never <laughs> know what's going to happen. Yeah. But um, I know a lot of them won't see daylight because yeah. a lot of them are good. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um, Who knows? Hopefully, they can see daylight, some of them. Like, I still, I'll share them with anyone that wants to hear it. You know, I'll make a little playlist and send it to people. Yeah. Some of them are fire. Some of them I said way too much. That was like, I can't. Okay. I couldn't put that. I couldn't put it on the album. But hopefully, like I think about it like every here and there, um, like what I'm going to do. But I'm always creating music. So it's like I don't think about it, you know. Like I put that in a separate folder, and now I'm starting a whole new folder. And like I'm trying to make 100 songs this year. You know, so sometimes I don't really think about it, those records. And sometimes I do think about it, and I try to think about what I'm going to do. But only, like, who knows, like, what's going to happen with it. Word. When you're when you're writing, are you, is there, do you have stuff just pre-written, ready to go, and then you record over a beat? Or do you um, listen to, like, a beat, and then you kind of get in the mood and then kind of go into it? Yeah, I listen to the beat first. Sometimes I have, like, lines that... I said already on a different song, but I like it better here. Sometimes I have lines that I've been thinking about, you know, within the past few days or whatever. But yeah, lately I've been um if I I jot down lines like when I come across, um, especially like in the shower lately, like I'm just thinking to myself and like a little cool line will pop up and like I just go right down on my phone and hopefully like I'll just go back to it, but I'll probably forget. But, <laughs> you feel me? But um, yeah. Like a lot of it, I just think a lot of it. Um, I, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it happens. Man. I'll try to keep going. I'm like, Yo, what am I saying? <laughs> no, it definitely happens. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I, we'll just wind it down from here because uh, we gotta get out of the studio. We can 
gonna yeah. get kicked out so, so we're just gonna close it out now yeah, but um, shut the lights off on us. yeah before mm-hmm. we do that uh i'll give you another chance uh, if you have anything promo wise that you want to kick out to the audience and let them know about yeah um and and also if you know anyone on your team has yeah. stuff coming out too definitely yeah. plug, plug away it's vb all year vb all century um just go listen to good evil now is this the camera yeah yeah both of these. yeah my name is luke bars i dropped the album called good evil I think you should listen to it because I like it. You may like it. These guys like it. A lot That's of people true. like it. So let's listen to it, you know? Yeah. Come I'll, to the shows because the shows are fun and they're crazy. They're really different, you know? What's that been like real quick before we yeah, close know, it out? Right? Actually, yeah, yeah. now that you That's mentioned good. it. That's good. Shows, um, I'm still getting used to it. Like the last show I did, The Great Scott, that was my favorite, one of my favorite shows I've done, you know, personally. Um. It's just been fun because people, they know the words now. Um, like when we do reflections with Duke, they're just like, they're screaming, girl. And it's just like, let's go. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a great feeling. It just yeah. pumps you up. But um, they're just, they just keep getting better Um, each show and all that. Just new ideas just keep popping up. Like the show aspect and the album aspect, it just makes me love it a lot, the album a lot more because like, I'm adding more variation to the album with it being out already, you know, and it's giving it more of an experience and, you know, and like I'm watching people's face and I'm just watching how it affects, like how it's affecting them. So it just, it just keeps giving me more confidence just to keep creating and all that. Yeah. It's dope, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Seriously. Thank you for having Uh, me, bro. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, 2020 is your year. It's the year of Van Buren. Uh, Good Evil, so far, best release of 2020. So go Facts. check that out. All Facts. streaming platforms. Facts. Check out Gangbanger. Facts. Dope ass visuals. Facts. Apparently, we're getting more visuals. Apparently, so we're getting more be visuals. Be on the lookout for that. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a Van Buren 2020. Again, Luke Bars, thank you for, for uh, you. coming by, thank hanging with us. Me, and, uh, Getting to know you a little bit more. It's been great. Thank you, bro. Um, having me. Oh, man. Thank you. For the people at home, if you like this episode, if you fuck with us, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, I say it all the time. If you like, comment, subscribe, you show us support. And you you also got up. merch. I yeah. Got merch, Buy some merch. We got merch. You got merch? Does Luke <laughs> Bars has some merch. It's coming. It's coming. Soon. So buy that. We need some Luke Bars merch. We definitely yeah, need some do. Luke definitely. Bars merch. So, crazy, um, man. Check out our Grindhouse store um, for, for merch. Yep. Uh, if you like, comment, subscribe. We'll send you some free shit. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so thank you guys again. Uh, I'll see you. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Uh, peace. A new episode. Peace. Yeah.